0: bud, when I talk about wrapping something, what do you think of? Uh, Christmas presents? Well, that's true, but that's not what I'm talking about here. See, every day you go to Octane Inc., it does kind of feel like Christmas. It's not the same kind of wrapping, but man, it's like getting a present every time you go there. These guys wrap everything. Snowmobiles, UTVs, golf carts, race cars,
1: trailers. To be honest, if it moves, they can probably wrap it. You know what? It doesn't even have to move, though. They wrap my ping pong table into the Iowa Hawkeye football field and it looks amazing. That is true. I
0: guess they also do hoodies, t-shirts and hats and other
1: accessories. Bud, what the heck are you doing now? Well you never know. Maybe Brett wants to pick up some other kind of rapping. I don't think that's gonna happen but if
0: you want to give him a call in T South Dakota it's Octane Inc. 605-213-8343 Again that's 605-213-8343
1: Hoogie's garage, take three till about bedtime. It's probably gonna be pretty close I, by the time we get done. I came made a post earlier and said I'd try and have everything out there by ten. It is now.
0: Well it's gotta be what quarter to nine now or so, so yeah. we're gonna have to gonna we're have gonna have to see to how rolling. long rod <laughs> goes.
1: <laughs> Maybe Bud won't have him out at ten. Yeah, you know, Rod Henderson's gonna be a good one, Tob. You know. Maybe raced raced a long time. And, you know, former drivers. And everything else, I just want to throw out. We have a ton of shirts hanging up in our garage, and if anybody's looking to donate or maybe sell cheap, uh, <laughs> just don't tell my wife. But uh, you know, we would always <laughs> love more in our in our garage. We always like to add stuff. So if they're just sitting in a tub and you're not doing anything with them anymore, um, just an idea. You know, reach out to Hoagie's Garage and let us know and. We'll go from there, but Rock and Rod's going to be a good one. Hey, looking up at the shirts, so though, I, I did know Shaley Bade, she's running the Chili Bowl this year. Is she really? Yep. She's she taking her, what's her pig's name, Tope? Smoky Bacon. Smoky. I remembered. <laughs> I remembered something. Mark it
0: down, but anyways, when we come back, we'll have Rod on. Fulkins Brothers Trucking. Complete livestock hauling. A load with us is a load off your mind. Since 1979. Call Trim at 800-831-8553 that's Fulkins Brothers Trucking um, call trim at 800-831-8553 and thank you fellas for being part of our show. All right we're back at Hoagie's Garage and we got Rod Henderson with us tonight how you doing
1: tonight Rod?
2: Well I'm doing okay as far as I know. <laughs>
0: Sometimes that's all we can ask right?
2: You got that right these oh, days.
1: Absolutely so yeah, uh, you, you know, I, I kind of warned you that the other ones were running late, and you said you're cleaning up in the shop or organizing. What what y'all doing in there?
2: Well, I tell you what, you know, we had a those derecho winds that blew our shop down here. I don't know if you knew that or not. That was oh. a year and a half ago or whatever, and and now we're just finally getting back into it and getting organized. I'm kind of getting my uh, my engine building area set back up so I can put a few motors together again, and um. Sammy's got a 360 get done for him, and and uh, he's doing some horse trading on some stuff, selling one. He's got two 360s. He's going to sell one of them. So, yeah, to answer that question, I guess I'm just, you know, I walk around and look at something. If I don't like it, I change it. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs>
0: That's the, one, it. <laughs> the one benefit of your shed blowing down, you can put the stuff where you want it this time maybe or something.
2: Right. I tell you what, I, that, was, uh, that was a... Uh, quite a quite a deal that you know i mean pretty pretty much devastating to us you know we we're just getting ready to go racing you know and that year and it happened oh hell i had been only home like three days when that happened you know and it it, it blew everything down it yeah. or you know it, it well it destroyed everything as far as the building goes we had to move we were really fortunate that it didn't really hurt much inside you know we lost a few things but it could have been a whole lot worse
0: yeah yeah but then you got to hurry up and clean it all up before the rain comes the next time and whatnot and
2: well it's a damn pain (laughs) that's exactly what happened i was moving some stuff and i was by myself and i you know everybody was busy the boys are working you know they both got their businesses going and, and i just had my favorite recliner i wanted to get out of the upstairs before the second storm came and I was yanking on that thing, trying to get it through the door. Couldn't get it through the door, laid it down and yanked on it. And the, the retract lever got caught on the door jam. And I'll tell you what, it came a little ways. And then, and then I went and it didn't. And I went, <laughs> off the, I went off the second level and, you know, did a Superman dive into the concrete. You oh, know. shit. Jesus. That was the only thing we didn't replace in this shop is the concrete. So I can still see where I fell. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> But anyway, uh, yeah, I went down hard. You know, I don't know how fast you get going from uh, 15 feet up to straight to the floor pretty much, but uh, that's how fast I was going when I hit. I broke my elbow and my sternum, my shoulder. Uh, and my we're right not right as ankle. young as
0: we once were, Rod. Our recovery time no. is longer.
2: Oh, recovery time and everything. You know, I, I think that I, you know, maybe I was sharper before I hit my head that hard. I don't know, but... <laughs> At least I can I can hide my own Easter egg, so that's a plus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good positive way to look so, at it.
2: Well, I, you know, yeah, I was trying to look at the bright side. You know,
1: <laughs>
2: I I can
1: remember that the the wins come that time because we were at Spring Creek. I I coach girls golf, and a guy came out, you know. Our, our phones all went off, you know, bad storm coming, and yeah, guy came yeah, out. They said, come all the time. I, we look out, there's like nothing over there, and you know we're 20 minutes <clears throat> from home, and by gosh, by the time we got to Larchwood, we could see the wall, and it's like, girls go to Larchwood, don't try and go to any other place. And then there's one girl from Leicester where I lived, and she followed me home, and we. You could just tell it was getting closer and closer. <laughs> we pulled in, and crap blew everywhere. It was, oh, it was unbelievable. Crazy.
2: You know, it was pretty crazy for us. We were here in the shop working, and, and of course, Sammy was driving uh, Mike Stanga's car, the 35 car, that 305 car. Yep. Yep. And uh, so we're going to go up and, and work on the fuel system a little bit. We're kind of tweaking on the injectors, trying to get the thing to take off a little better and so on and so forth. So we just left here, and we got to Brandon, and I know more than got in the garage and cracked a fuel line loose. And my phone rang, and it was my neighbor who said, hey, where you at? And I said, I'm in Brandon. He goes, well, your shop just blew down. I go, what? <laughs> <laughs> Now, did you smoke your breakfast or what's going on here you know <laughs> you ain't jerking and... <laughs> my chain are you <laughs> or You better be. so when we, yeah when we left the sun was shining and everything was good you know so yeah so we took off and, and uh you know took the back roads and of course everybody was trying to be somewhere you know because because yep. the deal was coming and it was it had gone through here and it was kind of going that way and it was not looking very good all the way across the board and but uh, we darted and dodged and died, dove and got home, got got here, and well, what we did, you know, there's a bunch of people standing outside, and the roof was all blown off, and the wall was caved in, and the door, the the one garage door, the south garage door, big shop door, you know, it was blown in on my truck that I just got out of the body shop, didn't have 600 miles on it, <laughs> and it just draped itself around that thing, knocked the windshield out of it, and bent the top down. Oh, I mean, it was... a it was ugly i walked in here and i was like oh my god and there was that blow-in insulation was everywhere oh,
0: yeah
2: oh it was just you know yeah. it was uh it was not much fun so if you can avoid that
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I do yeah. that
2: but oh. yeah it was it was it was pretty devastating you know especially for sammy we were gonna get ready to go racing and and we had to go find another shop and fortunately uh DJ, uh, owns complete fence. He, uh, he, he was just putting up a new building. He owns a uh, complete fence here in, in Sioux Falls. And, uh, he was just putting up a new building and he had just luckily he had a space for us and he was kind enough to let us move in on just a monthly deal. And, you know, we were You know, there's like I told the boys a long time ago. There's never going to be too much money, (laughs) you know. (laughs) So it was it was pretty devastating financially, also. And and but luckily, you know, we had some. uh, Sammy's got some really good people helping him. We and we all do have good people behind us, you know. And fortunately, through the years, have met a lot of good people that came to help. And when we got here to the shop, we weren't here ten minutes and Mike Stanger showed up. You know, he he come to help. That was just, a. that was a really, you know, to see everybody that, you know, was, you know, everybody had their own things to do. Of course, you know, we weren't the only ones that got winded, you know, and yeah. stuff ruined, but a lot of people showed up to help. Um, Cooter he used to work out of Houston's, uh, he lives, he's just down the road. He come and helped. We had, uh, uh, we just had a lot of good friends, uh, Dan and Mike Upland, uh, just a lot of friends that came out to help. And, uh, so, you know, we, uh, we're just uh, very appreciative of all that.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, talking the racing, let's get into your racing a little bit. When, when did you actually get started racing, Rod?
2: Well, now you remember I told you I could hide my own Easter eggs. So some of this might be true and some of them might not be.
1: Hey, it's your story, you tell <laughs> it. Nobody will <laughs> know the difference. Well, there might be some, but yeah, well, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. there might be some still alive that would know the difference. Yeah. No, I, uh, I started in, in 84. Um, I, uh, it, it was kind of a crazy story too. I mean, that whole deal, we, I, I was always kind of hell on wheels. Matter of fact, my oldest brother told me I would never see 25, you know, and I, I had dirt bikes and crazy cars and all kinds of stuff. And, I was over in a little town of Centerville, South Dakota, if you know where that's at.
0: Yeah.
2: And, uh, sitting there talking, you know, running into a guy that I knew we were sitting there having a few drinks and we got talking, you know, all he talk is Doug Wolfgang, Doug Wolf, you know, Doug Wolfgang, this and that sprint car, sprint car. You know, I'd been to some races, you know, whatever. And, and I knew who Doug Wolfgang was, <laughs> you know, Yeah. and, uh, you know, uh, the whole deal, you know, I knew I knew all about sprint cars, really. I mean, I, Pat Campbell is also a good friend of mine. He's from Sioux Falls, and he had a modified, uh, open-wheel modified back then. can't remember really what they called them, but uh, he let me wheel it around there a couple times, and, you know, kind of got me hooked that way. And boy, anyway, this, this friend of mine, this guy, he, he's dead and gone now too, but he says, talking, and talking, talking, by the end of the night, you know, we'd all had... You know, enough to drink, of course. A couple beers. Yeah, we'd had a few. And, uh, of course, there's no Uber back then. (laughs) 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 You know, but anyway, uh, he goes, if I found one of them, got one of them sprint cars, would you drive it? And I was like, hell yeah, I'll drive it. You know, and that was the last thing he said. Really? Well, yeah. Well, like, next morning, like, and it was a Sunday morning. It was, like, barely getting light. And my phone rang, and this is back when you had real phones, you know, yeah, they weighed like 10, 15 pounds, you know, yep. and put it on the headboard of your bed there by your bed. And when that thing went off, I mean, you I jumped and my, oh my God, my head was pounding, and I was like, <laughs> what in, who in the hell is calling me? I said, hello? He goes, and he's a big guy, big round guy, and he goes, right. I go, yeah. <laughs> This is Boyd. I go, yeah. He goes, remember last night you told me you'd drive one of them sprint cars if I got one? I said, yeah. He goes, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? 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 Well, haven't been gone that long. I saw you like six hours ago. How did you do that? You know? Oh, God. So, anyway, he found one up in Minnesota and uh, it was an old. I think Miles Grind actually drove it back in the day. And, uh, it was an old, uh, cook car or no, it was an old Maxwell chassis, uh, copy. Jerry Franson copied a Maxwell and built it. And, uh, yeah, we went up there and dug through this dirt floor machine shed and found up every bent part we could find and threw it in the truck, bought it from, uh, Doug Johnson was the guy or Doug, uh, I'm sorry, Doug Anderson. And uh, anyway, um, we uh, hauled that thing home and tore it apart and stripped it and painted it, and then I took it back up to Jerry Franson, and he uh, put a hood on it and all that stuff, all his Jerry Franson stuff he did. I tell you what, that was a unique individual right there, Jerry mm-hmm. and Keith Franson, yep. for, for sure. We had more fun with them guys. But, uh, yeah, so he he got that thing all ready to go, and – Told me to do this and do that. Well hell the fourth night auto on the Main. <laughs> like, where okay. was that at? That was at uh Hussett's.
1: At Houston's. Really? Yep. Fourth night yep. at Houston. That's impressive.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was. It was pretty impressive. I uh I uh well, from that point, you know, I was pretty hooked. I thought, okay, I, I guess I can do it or, you know, <laughs> whether you luck into it or not, it's just like, it's just like golfing, you know, you, you can, you can hit that ball a hundred times in one day. And if, and if you hit it right one time, you'll yeah, come back.
0: Yeah, you're going to do it again. <laughs> yep. You only need one yeah. good shot.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that, uh, then I was hooked and from there, it was like, I did whatever I had to do to, to, you know, how's it? I was a sprint car crack addict, you know. I just yeah. did whatever I had to do to get going, keep going, you know.
0: Not not to and, make light of you winning so quick, which is super impressive, but I'm really impressed that your buddy could find a car after the bar closed on a Saturday night by Sunday morning pre internet.
2: You know what? I you you are hundred percent right. I just I don't even know how he did it and I I he uh evidently he was looking in I don't know, papers, race stuff for sale well, I, I mean know.
0: that's just it we had open wheel magazine and you had the one ads and the for sale ads in the paper
2: yeah, yeah that, that was absolutely it man It was up at trimont like i say in the dirt floor machine shed and yeah you're right i, I, I totally impressive <laughs> i think he was setting you up i think he had this plan maybe... all along get you drunk and get you to drive yeah here get him another drink <laughs> give
0: him another bottle of courage he'll uh, race yeah. this damn thing <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got to drink it down to right here where it says may cause brain damage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, um, obviously, then you started right out in sprint cars, then, and then pretty much that all you drove then ever was sprint cars, or did you? Yep.
2: Get- yeah, that was it. I uh, actually, you know, I, um, me and another friend of mine, Bob Harder was his name, he was from town here, and, and uh, he was part of the pit crew for Pat Campbell, you know, and I was helping Pat Campbell and uh he had gone through the changes just like right now you know there no more 360s this and that you know yeah. well then it's then it's this and then it's that you know and well he had gone to a late model well then he'd raced that late model out of hartford and uh you know bob wanted to buy it bob was more of a late metal model guy and and uh, I was like, Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll buy that with you. And I was living down in Beersford then, had my shop and stuff. Well, it ended up sitting in the corner and didn't do much with it, you know. And then we ended up selling it. And well, that's that was before the sprint car deal, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so no, it didn't. I, I mean, other than hot lap in that car one night out at Hartford, that was that was the only laps I had made. Yeah. That, where, that,
1: where, that makes where, the story even more impressive. That's right. Where uh, how did you come up with your number for your car? Hello? Did we lose it? All right. So we had a little, little technical difficulty there. I I don't know. (laughs) Somehow the phone got dropped, whatever. But, um, what, uh, your number, Rod, where did the number on your car come from?
2: Well, that was the year that old Boyd uh, found that car over in Minnesota. And, uh, and plus the car was a number 38 car. So we turned the two, you know, it just made sense. It mm. was 1983. It was a 38 car. We just turned them numbers the other way and made an 83 out of it.
0: Mm. Worked out perfect for you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's that's good. <laughs> numbers weren't numbers weren't easy to find in the old days. No, no. <laughs> um,
0: so then, did you guys own that car together, or was that just his car and you drove for
2: him, or? Well, you know, he paid for everything to get the thing going, and then I built the motor for it, and and you know it was kind of, I think, I think it was just you know kind of a deal where you put everything in your hand. It's just like. It's just like I always tell people it cost a cost a race and hasn't changed over the years. No, it took, it took everything you had back then. And it still does. Yep. You know? So yeah, we just threw everything in it. We had, you know, and contrary to belief, we've always done it the hard way. Even my boys right now, you know, I mean, you know. we do it, we do it the old fashioned way. We work for it. <laughs>
0: you you know? race because you love it.
2: Yeah, no, that's right. There's worse things. I you keep know. saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Well, I don't know who we had on the one time he said, You know when I raced I had no money and then I decided you know what I I gotta stop because I don't have any money and he goes I just spend the money on all different stuff. Yep. You know, dart yep. leagues and bowling and beer. Oh, absolutely. And I still didn't have any money. So I said, screw it, I'm going back yep. racing.
2: That's right, man. You know, you can't do it all. And if you pick something that you enjoy and the family enjoys and everybody gets along doing it and yep. you don't kill each other doing it. And I mean, you know what? You're gonna have your good days and bad days. I don't care what it is. Oh, you know? yeah, absolutely. You so, can own your yeah, lake
0: house and you can go up there for a weekend. It rains all weekend. So the whole weekend right. sucks, you know? <laughs>
2: Yep, I tell you what, I, I totally respect all the racers. I don't care what they're driving, what they're doing, you know. I mean, hobby stock all the way through, modifieds, late models, sprint cars, I don't care who it is. Yep. If you can if you can, successfully put a team together and keep people happy, I mean, you think about, you're, you're the orchestrator, I mean, you know, because most of these teams are owner-operated, you know, a lot of yeah. them are, you know. If if you can put a team together keep your sponsors happy, you know, and, and, and keep your wife happy, keep your kids happy, you know, do something, you know, all together, keep the pit crew happy, do that whole thing. I totally respect you anybody out of the way say, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It ain't, it ain't near as easy as we make it look. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. So, um, have you always had your own car then since then pretty much was it when you drove was it your own car or were you driving for other people at times
2: well see there um in 85 then i bought my own car i bought from terry taggart it was one that he had put together for for a guy from minnesota his name was dale duell he was an old guy nice old guy just loved racing and he helped people out and he owned that car he and uh and I ended up buying it, and I was fortunate enough, he let me make payments on it. so, Which, you know, making payments on a spring car ain't a good investment, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Why not you have
0: know? anything to make a payment on after a while?
2: Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, at the end of the year, that car got destroyed, you know, over at uh, Clay County. I had uh, car from the outside came down, car from the inside came up, and they sandwiched me and shot me straight up in the air and just destroyed that thing. And I'm telling you what... The cage was all bent down, the front end was gone. It was I was lucky to live through that one.
0: I was there that night. We were you were, really? Well, it was a day show. We were there with Fulton's car.
2: I'm not oh, okay. I,
0: I think maybe even Brian Schnee was driving the car that day. I'm not sure which one that was, but Right on. Yeah, we watched I don't think the carburetor was on your car anymore.
2: No, I, I mean it took the it took the whole front off at the radiator, the front end. I mean it was just a. I still got a picture of it. It just looked like it looked like a bobsled. is what yeah. it looked like.
0: Yeah, I remember you it, got you got an awful lot of air because, like you said, they come on you and you just launched off both tires or whatever yep. happened.
2: Yep. Down the back
0: straightaway. They sandwiched stretch, wasn't me it? And I went
2: straight. I went straight up. It was in the back straightaway. Yep. yep.
0: Oh, that's. Yeah, that was nasty.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was it was uh, that was a hard hit. I I can still remember the the lights i saw every time i hit
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know it's crazy too about that deal you know they hauled me away they cut my fire suit up you know so i take my blood pressure i told them i was okay they hauled me to the hospital and left me there and and the hospital in spencer uh, is like south of the racetrack yep. but i could still hear the cars you know and and i was like hey you know are you done here what, what what's going on oh well i don't know you know you you know I, you, you haven't found anything wrong with me i can i go <laughs> you know and they're like well yeah, yeah i guess you know so we walked out and there's nobody around we walked me and my girlfriend walked back to the racetrack from the hospital i had heard
0: that story and i didn't know if it was true or not but i that heard that you walked back to the track
2: Yep, I looked like, I might, I might have been limping a little bit, and then my one sleeve was cut wide open. I, I probably looked like, you know, <laughs> Night of the Living Dead walking down the damn, st- and it was a busy, it was a busy street. Well, yeah, <laughs> you're out
0: there just about, you know, it's right on the, that's one of the busiest streets in Spencer goes by the fairgrounds there, so.
2: Right, right, oh, yeah, so, I, you know, yeah, it was.
1: That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, do you have a, a couple races that stick out in your mind, maybe some wins or maybe not some wins, but is there a couple other races that just stick out in your mind?
2: I guess, you know, in 85, when I won the championship over there at Jackson, there's a lot of races that probably stick out in my mind over there. You know, I mean, uh, back then it was your high point car. You start in the back. So you got to pass a lot of cars every night. I think I won something like, Altogether that year, I think I won 13 features. Mm -hmm. It was something like that. And it was like six or seven or eight of them over there. And then I won the Stroh's Challenge up in Huron. I won one at the fairgrounds. or I can't remember where all they were at, but somebody added them all up and told me that year that I won 13 features. I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So there was a lot of races there that stick out in my mind. And then uh, I guess went on the fairgrounds in the Sonic car that year. That was... That was pretty good. Um, that one kind of sticks out. Uh, I don't know. I guess I won a Cheater's Day at husett's one night. Che- cheater's Day prelim one night there, and but I, you know, I don't know. I think they all stand out. I think I, yeah, really can't remember them. But yeah. <laughs> you know, but I mean, you know what? It's them
0: damn Easter eggs again.
2: Yeah, that, that's right, man. <laughs> uh, bad day of racing beats a good day of work, you know. So Whoa, whatever it was, it was
0: no. Um, there again I don't remember everything either any very well anymore and back then we couldn't keep track of things as well but did, did you yeah. do much traveling rod or did you stay basically local? I don't remember
2: no I did I, I uh, like in I didn't travel with my own car much I mean I went to Cedar Lake and places like that with my own car with the 83 car back then you know yeah. but um, when I got when I got driving the sonic car then we went. We went to a lot of places, you know, went all over here and there with the outlaws. We went. Well, actually, raced that uh, that uh, slick fifty deal out in uh, oh, Arizona.
0: Steve said something about that last yep. week when we were talking to Ballinger. That he, I remember saying the Sonic car was there.
2: Yeah, we ran that deal, yep. and that was fun. And yeah, I mean, you know, all that kind of sticks out in my mind now. <laughs> now that you mention it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. You've, uh, what what is it like seeing your boys
2: race? What's that like well, for you? I tell you what, you know what that that's the highlight of my life right there. Seeing them two boys on the racetrack together and and racing, doing you know learning and of course Justin, you know he's he's pretty savvy. He's been around, but you know Sammy now learning and yep. you know Sammy's gonna be good. He he uh, I just need to get him. We just need to get him laps. And this year I think is gonna be kind of a breakout year for him. Get get all the laps he's gonna run. And, it's in the 410 uh, division for points. He's going to try and run the points championship deal there, and and then everything else he can get to. He's going to run 360 nationals down in Knoxville, and probably the 410 nationals too. I don't know. Just have to see how things go there, but try and get some 410 stuff rounded up for him here. And he's got some good people behind him, and we'll just uh, we got a, a guy from Texas. He's a friend of mine. Been known him for a long time. Uh, he he's the Mintex sponsor guy, and he's oh, okay. he's he's helped him get a four ten now another four ten or uh, working on working on a deal there, I guess. But uh, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, we just got a lot of a lot of help. He's got uh, Troy from Northland Buildings over there, and uh, Spencer helping him, and and uh, I mean helped a lot. I mean he's brought this team to the next level for sure. So, um, yeah, just all that, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah he... I, I guess the question was, you know, about my boys. It, it, it's you know, for I'm standing outside here so I don't lose signal again, I'm <laughs> kind of getting a little chilly, but, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, go back uh,
0: inside. don't freeze to death, damn
2: it. Yeah, well, I don't want to lose it, you know. I this is a steel building, and that's probably what happened. I lost signal with you, but. But at any rate, you know, to watch my boys race and be part of that deal, and and uh, you know, that's that's just. Uh, I guess when my youngest was born, you know, and we started getting carts, you know, I guess even before that, you know, I I thought to myself, boy, it's going to be it's going to be uh, fun to see them both on the racetrack at the same time, and and it's happened a few times. So yep. I mean, they've been, you know, so that's that's for me, it's. It's exciting, you know. Somebody asked me, "God, how can you do that? You got both your boys in this race." I'm like, "You know what? It's in God's hands, you know. And they're smart boys. They they can. They're yeah. gonna. You know, it's gonna be whatever it is, you yeah. know. And and uh, they do it because they love it, and I love it too. And you know, it, it's just gonna be whatever it is.
0: Sure. So, are you gonna have to make any trips out to PA then to watch Justin, or just gonna watch her on the TV?
2: Oh yeah, a well, uh, lot. <laughs> We'll make some trips out there for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many, yeah. but, uh, I take the summers off. So I, and actually I'm just home here. I, I just came up from Puerto Rico here about two weeks ago and, uh, kind of on my way back out West. I, I work out of an office in Ontario, California. We do power plant stuff, uh, steam turbines. And I'm a machinist and I, 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 uh, you know, we rebuild parts and get okay. them, get them back on again and stuff and all that, you know? So, but uh, this is the season, you know. Everybody shuts down in the wintertime, You know, in the summertime, electricity's at a premium because everybody's air conditioners running. So, yeah. you know, So in the winter times when they shut down, you sure. know, as soon as the air condition, you know, as soon as the as soon as the air conditioners start shutting down, they they shut the plants down and rebuild them. Okay. You know, one here and one there. You know, so we do a lot of traveling up and down the coast and all around and and uh, so anyway. Point being, I work all winter, you know, eighty four to ninety hours a week. Like like weeks, like I just came from Puerto Rico six weeks straight every day I worked a minimum of twelve hours, some days or fourteen. You know.
0: Were you working in Puerto Rico then or on vacation down there? Yeah,
2: no, no, I was working. Okay. Well explains a little I, bit
0: why you're cold now too. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I had a hell of a time getting back used to this weather up here, dry and dry and chilly. And I got so acclimated down there, like I say, I was there six weeks. Oh yeah, I got I got so acclimated to that high heat and humidity, even though I hated it every day. When I came back here, I was like, oh, my God, this is horrible. <laughs> but, you know? Why am I living here? Yeah. That's
0: why don't the, leave, just don't leave. Just stay here. Then we don't know no better.
2: What oh. the hell just happened? <laughs> you know, It's like we like went through a time zone or something.
1: Yeah. So the last question before we get into our rapid-fire ones, and this this is uh, one I actually got from the Internet, uh, from Facebook. Um when you raced who was one of the best drivers you raced against during that time um, or give me a couple well,
2: I, I raced with Steve Kinzer and Wolfgang and well I think Wolfgang I don't I don't know if at that time Wolfgang had already gotten hurt so he was not there but Sammy and and Steve and and uh, you know Shane Carson was still around then running I mean you look if you look at that slick 50 deal I mean I looked at that I just happened to run across a point sheet from the Slick 50 the other day, and I'm telling you what, oh, yeah. every racer you can imagine was on that sheet. Yeah. You know, Well, there wasn't nothing else
0: to race at that point in the season. Exactly.
2: Totally. They are all there. Yep. They are all there, yep. You know? So, yeah, it was uh, that was uh, quite the time to be racing,
1: yeah. you know. That's awesome. So, That's awesome. Well, before you catch pneumonia,
0: we better get <laughs> yeah. to our rapid-fire questions so you can get back inside. Okay.
1: Uh, all right. So what's your favorite flavor of ice cream?
2: Favorite flavor ice cream? I, you know, I really like the uh the the, the turtle, they call it. It's just oh. chocolate fudge caramel. Yep. Uh pecans. Uh yeah, that's my favorite right there. There you
1: go. Um cat or a dog person? Dog. Uh do you have any hobbies other than racing? Uh Don't sound like you have time that, for any <laughs>
2: Not really, you know, I mean, uh, not really. I mean, we, we, we do some golfing and uh, do a little bit of just chasing race cars, I guess. That's about it. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: not a bad hobby. No. Um. How about a favorite movie?
2: Oh, probably <clears throat> Joe Dirt. Joe okay. Dirt. <laughs> That's a new one for us. Uh, I like the comedies like that, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, Joe Dirt, Uncle Buck, uh... You know, uh, I all all those.
1: I love Tommy Boy. I could watch that all the time. Yeah,
2: absolutely, Tommy Boy. I've got one case of of DVDs that's probably uh, four or five inches thick, and it's one of them. You you flip open one side, and there's a bunch in there. You flip over the other side, it's a round one. And I don't know how many I got in there, but I that's what I keep in there is all those type of movies. And we we've got we got everything in there. If you, you
0: ever feeling down, uh, pull one yeah. out, it'll lighten the
2: mood. You're damn right. And we got them all, all the good old ones, before they cancel culture them all and take them off, the, you know, so you can't even find them anymore. Yeah, because right. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're not politically correct.
1: Exactly. <laughs> are, are you a snow or a rain guy? Which one do you prefer?
2: Oh, I like the rain.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Yep.
0: Um, if you're going to be stranded on an island, um, what type of music would you have to take along to listen to?
2: Well, how loud can you, could you have it? As loud <laughs> well, as you
0: want it. You we got well, the ultimate you know, stereo I, system on our deserted island.
2: <laughs> you know, I, I'm a rock and roller for sure. You know, I mean, uh, but I guess anything we get older, it depends on how long I was going to be there. Can I, could you have more than one?
0: Sure. <laughs> oh, sure. Take it off.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'd do some of that blues, jazz, you know, if I was on an island a little bit, you know, probably. Yeah. Uh, because I listen to that a little bit once in a while, but it's mostly rock and roll, you know. And I've heard the same songs—I don't know how many thousand times. But yep. every once in a while, I'll pick out a new word that I didn't know and, that and was. I, it. I
0: was going to say I can still sing the wrong
1: words every time. I,
2: yeah, I, I we make yeah we make up our own words. Have so.
1: All my life, I swear my words are better than the songs.
2: <laughs> uh, me too. Me too. For sure. <laughs>
0: Um, how about a favorite place to go out to eat, Rod?
2: Um, I don't know. Just a steakhouse, probably somewhere anywhere. Any sure. good, any good steakhouse, you know? I mean, uh, any, any any good steakhouse, I I, I enjoy a I enjoy a good steak.
0: Can't go wrong with a good steak and a nice big baked potato or something.
2: Oh yeah, there you go. Salad, you know, you got to have a little salad to begin with, but yeah, for sure. I usually pass I mean, on go... the
0: salad, save room for the stuff that's bad for you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, then they always come around and want want to sell you a dessert. And I'm like wow. you know, I don't do dessert if I do dessert, that's what I do. I just go in there and have dessert and that's it. Yeah. You know, I mean I can't eat all that much. You but yeah I, mean, I go. Go, yeah, I mean I go Yeah, I go to I go to all of them, you know. I mean we go to Roadhouse and Outback and yep. you know, M- Minerva's. Uh I haven't been to Maury's yet. I wanna I wanna go there for sure. Uh here. But uh yeah, that's uh that's me.
0: Yep, me about. That's just where Driver and Jen were a while back when they went out for supper with Sweet and Larson. I think they went to Maury's. Oh, did you? Was it good? Well, I didn't get it going. No, well, that's where they went over oh. there with them guys. Oh, yeah. I wasn't in that group yet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, Justin goes there a lot and he really likes it, so I, I got to make it there one day. Yeah, it
0: definitely sounds like we're going to have to try it.
2: So yes, sir. Write that down, bud. Get... We got a list. Yep. You ever get over this way, give me a holler. We'll go.
0: <laughs> we can do that. Uh, More your,
1: stories. What's your favorite holiday? Is that your question, or is that mine? My, it doesn't matter.
2: My favorite holiday? Well, hell, I already told you that. Easter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I right. can hide my own Easter eggs, man. I, I do it all. Do it all myself.
0: Um, you know. What app on your phone do you use the most, Rod?
2: What app on my phone? Yeah. You know, I just got on Facebook here not too long ago. Um, other than that you know, music apps, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I'm working all the time and I've got, you know, I've got the, uh, Bluetooth speakers and sure. that's pretty, that's pretty much what I use. I, I don't, uh, I don't spend a whole lot of time on my phone.
1: Yeah. Uh, how many speeding tickets do you have?
2: All of them. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um. Well, I went without a driver's license for probably two, three years because I knew I was going to have to take the test, you know, because I'd gotten so many speeding tickets. Yep. And then I finally got picked up out in Arizona, and he looked at my license. Well, first of all, he looked at my license plates on my car, and they were like three years expired too. <laughs> and uh, and he goes, how do these plates work in South Dakota? This I see this tag is like, three years old yeah we get them every four years yeah yeah okay and then he's he's looking he's looking at my license and he, he's like "Well, oh, you get your driver's license every four years too and I said I've been busy you know I haven't been back to South Dakota he goes he goes are you living out here I go well no because that's a problem if you're living out there and you got old expired license plates I mean this is back this is a long time ago too but uh they, they catch you now you're in serious trouble." But, uh, I said, no, I actually, I, uh, traveled back and forth, but I've been leaving this car out in Arizona, you know? And he goes, oh, okay. So he didn't know quite how to handle that deal. So he, he gave me a warning, but yeah. <laughs> didn't know
1: <you laughs> how to write that up exactly.
2: He didn't know. But yeah, no, I, uh, I had my share of speeding tickets and it, you know, it's been a little while. I got to find a piece of wood here to knock on, but, uh, <laughs> It's been a little while since I've had one, you know, but I've, I've slowed down a lot too, you know, I mean, I, I used to think I had to go 10, 15 miles an hour over the speed limit all the time, you know, but, you know, anymore the insurance and everything else is just, you know, it's, it gets pretty ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's not
1: worth it anymore.
2: No. And now that I, I totally quit drinking too. So, you know, I don't have to worry about that. You know, like yep. if you have a beer at the bar and you're going home, you know, like even one beer, you know, and they smell, it's like,
0: yep, you're out, you know, walking so, the line and everything else.
2: Yeah, no, I, I'm, uh, I totally quit. See, you know, I don't know if it's going to be forever, but, you know, for, for now, I, you know, I've quit. I quit here about, uh, oh, two, three. I guess it's been three months, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) I, uh, I'm feeling, I I think I feel a lot better, you know, and, uh, trying to pay attention more to my health. Yeah.
0: Well, that's what we have to do a little bit as we get older.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I didn't drink all that much, but it was, you know, it was, uh, it was just kind of the thing to do. You know, you get together, you go over the race shops, you know, people have the safety meetings and you have all this, you know, and next thing you know, you're, you you're uh, in a, in the corner in a pile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know.
0: Hopefully calling somebody for a ride home, but
2: Yeah, oh absolutely. So, yeah, no, I don't I don't do that drink and drive deal. No.
0: Um, being we were talking about speeding tickets, um, what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway then, Rod?
2: <laughs> well <laughs> I guess they can't get me now. It's always but, a good
0: story when somebody starts laughing right yeah. away.
2: I've been, I've been 155 on a motorcycle. That's fast. And uh, here's Sammy just pulling in now. He just got back from Wyoming. Oh. But uh, yeah, 155 on a motorcycle and I've probably been 100 and, I think 160 in a car. Yeah. Yeah, right around there.
0: there Again, that's got you and me top, bud. (laughs) On both aspects. Yeah. Uh, well, i know yeah, i ain't never come close to that on a motorcycle i don't know if i've gone 80 mile an hour on a motorcycle but
2: well it's funny too because this this kid that used to work for me he you know he he decided he wanted to go get a kawasaki ninja oh, and this yeah. was back in the day too and he he brought it over and oh you gotta take this thing for a ride and i go yeah he goes oh yeah it's fast it's fast and i was like okay he goes don't take it over red line though I was like, okay, you know, or over whatever the RPM was. Sure. I, I can't remember because it was completely broken. Yeah, so I took it out, took it, took it north of town. I was living in Beersford then, of course. That's where I had my shop and everything. And went down old Highway 77, turned around, and came back. And you know, bam, 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 bam. And you know, there were six gears. <laughs> <laughs> and and I was like, holy shit! There's another gear. here. Bah, you know, and I'm 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 looking. All of a sudden, I'm like, going to sit up and slow down. And I look, and I'm going 155 miles an hour, and it's like not even close to redline, you know. And I'm like, "Holy cow, I'm hauling!" Yeah. You know. I
0: was <laughs> gonna say, you sat up, and you had to hold on tight to the handlebar. You're gonna pull <laughs> well, your ass off.
2: It was it was pretty crazy too because I started sitting up, and I just got by this grove of trees, and the wind was blowing a little bit, and it blew me over to the right side. An old Highway 77 down there south south of here, you know, by Beresford. It's got a drop off about two inches. It's just straight concrete, no yeah. shoulder. And it blew me that way, and I was within inches of going off the edge of that. So. Oh,
0: that wouldn't have that would have been. We might not yeah, have had we, this conversation. We
2: might not have had this conversation. You're right.
1: Yeah. Uh, if, if money was no object, is there a car or a pickup or anything that you always wish that you could have owned?
2: You know what? If money was no object, I'd build something nobody's ever seen. There, there you go. That's a
0: new answer. I like it, though.
2: Yeah, that's what I'd do. I'd I'd build something that's so badass and fast, people would look at that, their chin would be scraping on the pavement. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah,
1: of course you got to be able to
0: do it. See, he could do it. You and me couldn't build a bike. No
2: chance.
0: I'd do it. We'd have to buy
2: it. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll build them and you and you can buy them and there we go.
0: Well, first <laughs> yeah. you got to come up with the money. That's the only <laughs> yeah. problem with that. You got to get that first part of the statement done first.
1: Oh. Well, I'll tell you what. I,
2: I wasn't going to tell anybody, but I have bought 3 Powerball tickets for tonight. So I might I might already be a millionaire. Yeah, you could no... be. Hey, just remember your favorite <laughs> podcast guys. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I got <gotcha>. you.
0: <Hello. laughs> At least why is your most recent podcast?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guarantee you, man. If I won the lotto and I won a sizable amount of money, all my friends and family be well taken care of for yeah, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what, that's what it's for. for. Yep. That's right.
0: What the hell are we going to do with all that? That's like there is that 1.7 billion or whatever. What the hell would you even yeah. do with all yeah. that if you didn't give it I away? Don't
1: need well, that much money. Yeah, it yeah. the people that win it all end up divorced and unhappy, you know? That's so exactly right. win it and give it to everybody. Then you don't have to worry about it. So I'd spend that shit as fast as I could. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, Rod, this has been absolutely awesome. Thanks so much for being willing to be on and just telling us about the good old days.
2: Absolutely, man. Anytime. I appreciate it too. All,
1: All right. right. You take Thanks care, lot, Rod.
2: All right, guys. Get inside where it's warm. All right, man. You guys take care. All All right. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Hey, Toe, you know, every once in a while, I want to go to Knoxville or Pella and I have troubles finding a place to stay. Do you have any good ideas of where a guy could stay? Heck, I'd try the
0: Turn 2 Lodge, bud. It's a house right north of the track. I think you can probably hear the races. You ain't have to leave till the races start. Walk down. If you're in the area, whatever, visiting anything, I'd check out the Turn 2 Lodge. Find it on the Airbnb.
1: Hey, Joel. Was... Easter eggs. <laughs> I'd my own Easter eggs. I'm not far from there. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, he was uh, fun. He was. That was uh, that was really good. Just jumped right into it. You know, we had a few of those. You know, yep. Craig Delansky and I don't know. Who do we have on after Craig Delansky. that did the exact same thing? But um I was pretty happy to remember anything. Yeah, part. you so, were just happy ten seconds ago about something, but Yeah. <laughs> that was ten seconds ago for <laughs> how I was happy about. Uh, <laughs> so but, but yeah, you know, he... He, he, we had a little drop call in there. Sorry about that. But then he went and sat we went outside. outside. And, and for, uh,
0: Been in Costa Rica, so we had to be about frozen. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, Jesus, whatever. your mind is Somewhere gone.
1: south. <laughs> Somewhere south and warmer, but oh. but no, it was good. Yeah, that was. These are so good. Just uh, listening to the yeah. stories. Again, giving you the, I hate to do it, bud, but give you the credit
0: for coming up with the idea and getting a hold of all these people. Yeah so anybody wants to help bud make it easier drop him a name or a number or even some way to contact with some of these gentlemen we're
1: trying to get a hold of and it's yeah it's been a blast absolutely we'll be back next week with a couple more